0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Take the Black Live, the weekly show where myself, Dan Selke of WinnersComing.net and Mia Johnson of FanCenter.com break down every single thing that is happening in the world of pop culture, sci-fi, fantasy, Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones, Star Wars, Star Trek, and so on and so forth until we have completely exhausted our ability to speak and think. Mia, how are you doing today?
1: (laughs) Doing pretty good. I'm coming off of another long i guess holiday weekend it's like do i even work anymore i think yeah. i do I, yeah. uh but no I'm, I'm happy to have the time off because i know like once the fall hits it's gonna be a different story so i'm like i'm, I'm gonna take all the time off i can get <laughs> how
0: I mean, about you the fall might be like our last gasp of new television oh, and such for a oh, while until um the coronavirus starts abating and folk get back to making shows which they are starting to do by the way there are more reports about like um the Witcher going back to work, The Lord of the Rings going mm-hmm. back to work, Stranger Things going back to work. It's all starting to happen. But then again, we keep hearing things about the virus getting worse, um, so who knows if there's a second lockdown in the offing. It'll just yeah. uh, have to be an exciting minute-by-minute thrill right? like it has for the past couple of months.
1: Wow. Wow, what a fun time. This is the best movie of 2020. It is 2020.
0: <laughs> oh, God. The movie 2020. Does anybody in the comments remember when we used to do this show at a little studio at our office and we sat in chairs across from each other? Because I, I cannot. It feels very distant and far. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, well, distant memories. Yeah.
0: But anyway, even though um, we might be in trouble in a few months, there are still lots of announcements coming up. In fact, we have a bunch of new things hit like today and yesterday. I thought we would do a little lightning round of all the exciting TV and a couple of movie announcements that are just been coming down the pipe the last couple of days. And just tell me how excited you are. Okay, it's going to be a little lightning round thing. First up, yesterday, after a delay, Netflix announced The Last Kingdom Season 5 was on its way. The Last Kingdom, the medieval tale of Uhtred, son of Uhtred of Beppenberg who is going to reclaim his ancestral homeland in, like, I want to say, like, 8th century England around there-ish. Um, really great show. I'm finally starting to watch it. Great story. A Very much a Game of Thrones replacement, because it's all about the politics, all about the characters, minus the dragons and the ice zombies. Mia, The Last Kingdom Season 5, are you going to get on board with the show?
1: <sighs> you know, I, I'm still a hard sell for fantasy that's outside of uh, Game of Thrones. But I do like the enthusiasm, so I'll leave it at that.
0: <laughs> I'm going to go with an eight. Out of what? I'm not going to tell you. Um, by the way, Karen suggests do a custom backdrop of your studio. We can think about that. We can get some oh, green screens behind yeah. us. We can be in the Sahara doing this show or something. Ooh. We also got next, uh, just today, the Umbrella Academy released a trailer for the second season coming to Netflix July 31st super dysfunctional superhero family goes back in time. Apparently, I watched the trailer, there's a new apocalypse they had to prevent in 10 days' time, just like in the first season, but now it's in the 60s. President Kennedy's assassination is involved somehow. Mia, I registered in this one, 1 to 10.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a good solid like 8.5 out of
0: that
1: 10. 10. Yeah, and um, unfortunately, I do have to catch up. Um, because I stopped watching it. I think I told you all this before. Right. But now that the second season is coming, I'm like, okay, you know what? I actually did like Umbrella Academy. Um, I'm just a, a, a commitment phobe when it comes to watching TV, apparently.
0: I <laughs> have you Yeah, I enjoyed the first season. Uh, definitely wacky. I like that we're getting to the point where like, we have so much superhero stuff, you know? Like, between the Marvel <laughs> and the DC, so many movies out there that the superhero shows like that that, that there's now like superhero counter programming where we get something as <laughs> weird as the umbrella academy yeah. where all the heroes are incredibly dysfunctional and have just bizarre powers like the one character the best one klaus uh is uh, can talk to the dead and is talking to their dead superhero sibling who has like tentacles in his body and he can summon the dead back so much that they can actually use the tentacle body to fight bad guys. It gets really odd and That's, really scary. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like a completely fabulous, gender-bending, like likes-to-wear-blouses kind of um, countercultural figure, too, which is just mm-hmm. refreshing for a superhero show. So I like yeah. that the shows that we get sometime now, superheroes, they're so in vogue that we can have lots of different kinds now.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm a fan.
0: <laughs> Speaking of uh superhero shows that walk a bit of a different path, what about The Boys Season 2 coming September Ooh. 4th? Ooh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. Did you watch this one?
1: No, I, I didn't, and I think that's also before. I, like, recently just got an Amazon Prime, guys, because <laughs> I was like, it's a whole other story, but... This one, yeah, it's kind of interesting because it's like the superheroes are the bad guys or something, right. like they're not to be trusted or something like that. Even they put up like this kind of facade. I do think it's an interesting premise, I'll give it that.
0: Yeah, they are amoral fiends who just gleefully abuse their power and are just mm. the worst of the worst that could be taken down. Again, like another superhero show that is, we have so many superhero stories being told right now, we can afford to do something way off the beaten path. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, what if Captain America was a heartless jackass who just liked to kill folk for fun? Like, this is what this yeah. show is. And he has to be taken down. I actually haven't watched it, but I do know it has a fan base because oh, yeah. everything superheroes does. I'd be curious to check it out if I can find eight spare hours in my day, which we'll see what that happens. But, yeah, <laughs> I, I'd say a good seven. I think it's interesting. I love Carl Urban. That guy has been grinding. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: You
0: know okay, I'll give it a nice, a nice six. Yeah, solid awesome. six. And finally, we got um, a poster and release date for Lovecraft Country. It's coming August 16th to HBO and HBO Max, which is the least confusing and best streaming service out there. <laughs> this one I, I do want to see. First season, yeah. not a continuation. And again, like a fun, offbeat, interesting premise. Um. Some people make have a road trip through Jim Crow era South, which is bad enough by itself. But then you also add in many tentacled Lovecraftian monsters. And I mean, Mia, it sounds like they're going to have a hard time.
1: Yeah, it, it's an interesting subject. And it's from not like it is from um, what's that Monkey Paw production. So kind of backed by Jordan Peele, also yeah. backed by, I believe, bad robot J.J. Abrams. Um, uh, so it's definitely interesting, but yeah, the whole sort of like Jordan Peele, like cinematic universe thing he has going on has just been really exciting at the way that they kind of try to look at horror at the intersection of race. Uh, and I'm like, wow, <laughs> it's, it certainly is uh, the concept. And I'm like, well, I was a fan of. Um, you know some of the other works that Jordan Peele has put out so I'm like yeah, I'm sold <laughs> I, I kind of have to watch
0: this yeah, like, who, who who would have thought that the guy from Key and Peele like the short one would have gone on to be like yeah. a new horror movie icon yeah but when it works it works so yeah. good for him Yeah.
1: So I'm excited wow that's next month already
0: <laughs> it's cool that we do still have all this new stuff coming up although again yeah. I say we got it coming for a while um I do think we should brace for a big drought in like the fall, maybe like November, yeah. December, definitely yeah. next year, early next year. But, you know, we'll cross that horrible bridge when we come to it today. I wanted to talk about beyond all that cool news things. And if anybody in the comments is here, are you excited for any of that? The boys, umbrella Academy, last kingdom, love for having something else entirely. Cause there's a lot to watch. Um, we also heard about, that's I wanted to just touch on. Uh, Amazon, the makers of The Boys and uh, Carnival Row and Mrs. Mays and other things, is making a TV show from the video game Fallout by the RPG company Bethesda. Now, mm-hmm. I haven't played Fallout. Um, I, I play video games every once in a while, not as much as I'd like to. Who is the time? Um, but I wanted to bring this up, not so much because I want to talk about the game? Because I haven't played it. Have you? Are you a Fallout fan?
1: Um, I'm a fan-ish. Um, I don't play play. I know about it. I kind of like everything about it. So I know enough about it, okay. yeah.
0: Why don't you uh, <laughs> break it down? What is What is Fallout?
1: Oh, gosh. From my memory, it is there's several games yeah. um, basically Go, kind of about like a post-apocalyptic society where, um, at least I know with Fallout 4, it's like this new goes off in this town and they've got in order to save humanity, they created these um, vaults, underground vaults where humanity resides um, to kind of, you know, like save themselves from all the destruction. Um, And there are different vaults, I believe throughout the country. And specifically these vaults all have like different sort of experimentation that was going down. So you can come from like vault, I don't know, 11 or making up numbers here, but it's an interesting concept for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like, it's a post-apocalyptic show, which isn't, like, wildly original. we got a lot of those going on. Mostly I was interested in talking about this because with this edition, I feel like there are suddenly a lot of shows based on video games coming. Like, we have this Fallout show. We have um, the Halo show going at Showtime. Interesting topic there. We have sort of the Witcher on Netflix, which is based on the books, but it let's be honest, it would not have happened without the games being popular. Yeah. And the showrunners even said, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm fully aware that our audience is a big part of the games, and we're going to try to see them if we can. And most notably, we have a show coming to HBO, the classiest of all networks, um, from the guy who made Chernobyl based on The Last of Us, which is a, another post-apocalyptic zombie game in this case. And I I just wanted to bring it up because it seems like after decades of kind of being like the gutter trash of the entertainment industry, people are earnestly trying to make video game TV shows and movies now that are actually respectable. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: it took a lot... I mean, I'm not saying they're going to be good. Like, I thought The Witcher was kind of like, eh, but people seem to really like it. But... I-, I just think it's interesting that for so many years we had, like, you know, um, the Doom movie and the Assassin's Creed movie and, like, these kind of, at best, middling attempts to adapt video games that, like, even when they were okay, they were never that great. And often they were, like, awful. Like, yeah. if you want to go for, like, Postal or Dungeon Siege or I think you would bull-touched. But now we have, like if a network like HBO is making a video game movie, they're going to at least try to, like, make it good. Again, there's no guarantee it will. Oh, and the Amazon thing, the Fallout thing, is from people who did Westworld. Yeah. So, you know, we, we have problems with Westworld, but they definitely come with, like, a good pedigree. Like, they're yeah. known for doing serious programming. <laughs> um, so I just thought that was interesting that apparently we've turned a corner. What do you think about that? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. As far as the fallout specifically, I kind of have hope um, even with it coming from the fallout. I mean, the Westworld people is that usually when you give a person another chance at like a new series or something, they're going to do pretty good with it maybe because it's new and because they haven't exhausted all the ideas from the other series. So you're like, okay. And then, i guess what i'm trying to say is like you know westworld has been on for so many years maybe they've run out of steam maybe they've hit a wall so they need something new to kind of you know stretch that creativity it comes out really nice so i'm hopeful for it um but yeah i think what's happening now is that just video games in general have a really good foundation for this kind of storytelling whether it be a movie or tv show or whatever it is uh What's interesting, though, is something like Sonic, where there's really, oh, yeah. there have been, there have been Sonic games with storylines, you know, it's not just running, running, running.
0: Yeah, they're um, not. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently they're very Byzantine and complex, but that's another story.
1: <laughs> I can, I can tell you the history of some of those storylines, but um, yeah, it, there are definitely better games with better storylines out now. And I think that's kind of what we're seeing, like The Last of Us 2 just came out. That one actually was kind of criticized. Some people are, are a little bit tied about the story. Um, but I would say no doubt at least the first one had a really solid story. It was compelling. It was emotional and all these things. Um, so, yeah, I would say it's no surprise now that the strength of these video games are, are being used for these more traditional, so to speak, storytelling methods.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, um Corinne wishes they had gone with Skyrim as a show, which I could also completely see, by the way. oh
1: no yeah, there. yeah.
0: Perhaps I thought it was, like, too uh, Game of thrones maybe. But then again, like, you know, Fallout is too, like, every post-apocalyptic thing out there, so maybe their options weren't very really good. <laughs> um,
1: I, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, even... Oh, what he said about The Last of Us 2. Like, I, I do know that that game came out, got a lot of criticism, also got a lot of love. I mean, even that, like, when people talk about it, talking about, like, the story did this, the story did that, like, people are taking the story seriously. Yeah. Like, I'm old enough to remember when the story was just, like, a little appendage that barely mattered (laughs) in a video game. But with The Last of Us 2, I mean, I'm aware of what happens in it. Like, the reason people are mad is because it is doing something different and challenging. Like, maybe you don't like it, but it is, it's, it's, earnestly trying to elevate itself. Which, again, is just not something games did for a long time. People in the TV and movie industries, they looked at them and assumed it was all crap. And I'm sure a lot of it is. But it it just seems to me that there's now a new level of respect and curiosity Mm -hmm. about what they're doing in games. I don't think we've had a great one yet. I'll say that. I don't think... Even like the things like the Sonic movie or the detective Pikachu movie, they were, I'd call them very watchable, like, um, yeah. <laughs> but they're not, like, really, they're not, like, really ambitious enough to be, like, great, you know? They're, like, they're great entertainments, which is perfectly fine. I mean, that's, that's yeah. something you'll need that's been great. And I saw the first one in the theater, and that feels like it was 1,100 years ago, which was nice. <laughs> So yeah, I, I, I think if
1: it's... we could Go ahead. Oh, yeah. I would say I think if we could take some of the newer stuff, because you're right, the old stuff it wasn't like a focus, like uh, one of the newer ga- newer games to come out like within the last couple weeks or so was like this really old Spongebob game that came out in 2006 Everybody's playing it for some reason, and like looking back at it, it's like yeah, you're literally just Spongebob and you're jumping around and going through levels, it's all about the gameplay, so you realize like In the span of this last decade plus, you're like, Oh wow, you know, games have really changed. I'm not just playing just to play. I'm, you know, there's so much more immersion to it. So I would be interested to see something like Fallout, something like Last of Us. Um, also maybe something along the lines of like Red Dead Redemption. Uh, there's, there was something else on my mind as well, but, um, I think that, yeah, the, the, the foundation of these stories is something that I think will kind of, push them into the upper echelon of like, you know, finally we have good video
0: game movies and TV shows. Yep. I'm definitely curious to see what happens with it. And, um, maybe they'll be, yeah, go ahead.
1: It was fallout. I like fallout (laughs) four. Um, and they are making a movie about that, but I don't have faith
0: about the movie and that's all I'll say. (laughs) I'm sorry. They're they're making a movie too.
1: They're making a, Oh no, 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 no. I meant to say, um, um, oh my gosh, not fallout. What the the Uncharted? That's what I meant to yeah, say. Uncharted for. Yeah, I do but not then, have like, faith in that movie.
0: <laughs> like, I don't really either. But again, like the fact that Tom Holland is in it, like a big star tells you that, that they're at least going to have a try. Then again, yeah. The Rock, The Doom movie, and that blue. So I mean, it's, it's not a guarantee of anything. <laughs> uh-uh. So that's where video game movies are good. Uh, I I wish you the best video game movies. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, switching over to musical theater um you i think got an interview with someone on the cast or actually just explain it. S- something to do yeah. with hamilton
1: yeah hamilton with musical, hamilton, yeah
0: was released with the original cast on disney plus last week
1: yeah over the weekend 4th of july weekend so definitely
0: blew up i believe mm-hmm. it was released way ahead of time right like they were going to release it later
1: yeah yeah and they were like yeah why not now
0: which i mean this time. was
1: this was a 2016 recording um, of the original cast. Ask. Cause at first I was like, Oh wait, are all the cast members getting together something? i but no, it was like, no, um, I believe Hamilton began running in 2015. Then it kind of hit a peak in 2016. And that's when they're like, okay, yeah, let's, let's film this with everybody before they, you know, move on. Um, and so, yeah, they've just been kind of sitting on this footage for four years and now they're like, well, okay, we'll release it on Disney plus. So it was really exciting to, to have that happen everybody's got hamilton fever again
0: (laughs) and who and who did you talk to
1: yeah i today i talked to solea pfeiffer who um was part of the national touring cast of hamilton i believe kind of like as the broadway show was kind of simultaneously going on as well and she played eliza schuyler who is one of the three Skyler sisters in the play. Um, one of them marries Hamilton. One of them has a crush on Hamilton. I think the other one just kind of dies and then she goes away. <laughs> uh, but no, she, it, it was really interesting to hear kind of from her perspective how great it was. Um, for her, it was it was all about being a part of a very diverse cast and kind of getting to see people of color um, on stage and, and coming together and it sounded to me like a really exciting experience. And she was like, yeah, I've been a Lin-Manuel Miranda fan (laughs) for a really long time. Um, He also um, made like In the Heights, which is going to be a movie as well, which was first on Broadway. So she loved that about him. And she's like, yeah, it's just a a dream come true. So um, that interview will be coming out soon with more about her. Um, But yeah, it, it was just really exciting for me to kind of watch that over the weekend.
0: Very cool. Did, did you yeah. see it on 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 the stage?
1: I did. I got to see it for my birthday two years ago in Chicago. Here, uh, that was really exciting because I had when I was in New York living there, I was like always constantly entering the lottery for Hamilton. I was like, please, 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 I never got it. Um, uh, and it's like, so it's like cutthroat to back then to try to get Hamilton tickets, like to be like waiting on PayPal and seeing like a loading symbol going on and on and on. I was like, <laughs> but it was great to see that, uh, live. Did you happen to see it when it came here to town? I did.
0: Yeah. It might've been the same performance. you were right. It was about two <laughs> years ago. But yeah, I saw it when, uh, when Wayne Brady was playing, uh, oh, um, okay, yeah. uh, who did he play? Oh, uh, Aaron
1: Amber. Burr. Yeah. Yeah, I missed that. My brother said you didn't miss anything. Yeah, (laughs) did he really? (laughs) Yeah, he was good. Wow. Yeah, I I think he had like just left by the time I I went to go see it. So that was that. Um, but yeah, it, it was, did you kind of like the format of the, you know, like live theater, but streaming? For me, it was like, I, I did enjoy it that I got to watch it over again, but I was like, man, like my stepmother didn't get to see it. And she was watching it. We watched as a family this weekend. I was like, man, if she could only see like from, you know, the whole stage or get to feel the music. um, I, I was like, huh. that's the one thing that's missing is that live experience.
0: Yeah. I mean like um, filmed plays and musicals are an interesting sell because obviously like, they're not playing for the cameras, you know, Mm -hmm. like they're playing for the audience and they just happen to be being recorded. It's, it's a a different experience. So you definitely don't get the experience just watching it. Um, but you know, theaters don't exist anymore. So you, you, you might as well take what you can get. Yeah. This is like not fantasy or sci-fi at all. Um, But I I, I am curious. I've always wondered why they don't make these kinds of musicals into movies more quickly. Like, we're getting an In the Heights movie. Okay, great. But why hasn't there been a Hamilton movie? Why in the world was there never a Wicked movie? Like, I'm sure there are others. Like, they're just these big, big shows. Like, it took, like, 25 years to get a Phantom of the Opera movie, like 30 years <laughs> to get a Cats movie and nobody wanted it. Like, yeah. why do you have any idea? Why does it take so long for this to happen?
1: I really have no idea. And I know the Wicked movie, to me, it feels like that movie has like silently been in production, I believe, with Universal for like maybe a decade now. Um, and I really, yeah, I, I honestly have no clue. It's like the X File, like what, you know, what's going on. Hamilton should definitely. As soon as it became popular, you know, they should have already been trying to be shopping, you know, to get studios on board. Something like Dear Evan Hansen, which I believe was like supposed to come to town this summer and now I can't go see it. Um, So that's a big bummer. (laughs) But, yeah, it is kind of curious to think, you know, like, why don't these things happen faster? Is it because they want, you know, to put more press or more, you know, exposure out to the, the theater side of things? I don't know. Theater costs a lot of money anyway. So if you can make a movie.
0: I figure it's got to be a rights thing. I mean, it has yeah. to be like yeah. if, if people wanted to make money, they would make a Harry Potter and the Cursed Child movie like five years ago. <laughs> I, yeah. I figure it's got to be the theater owners being like, we're not going to give you the film rights. Cause if we do, then no one will come and see the show, which I don't know if that's true, but, um, cause I, I feel like that's not why you go to the theater. Really, it's not like, like it's. I don't know. It's not like I saw the movie, so I don't have to see this. It's a different experience. Mm -hmm. But I think it's the thinking. But I think it's ridiculous too, because I mean, Hamilton fever fevers go down. Like you probably should get this um, (laughs) on now. But it is not to be. We seem to have burned through our topics pretty quickly this week, faster than I thought we would. So full of passion are we? Uh Yeah.
1: Oh well. Oh, I did. Oh, I was gonna say I did add that for this Disney Plus. Now they were boasting that they had a lot of new subscribers for Disney Plus. It does say they had like a seventy-two percent increase in downloads. Seriously. Um, but I did. There were like a couple of friends who were like, "Okay, fine. I'm gonna get Disney Plus just so I can watch Hamilton." They're like, "Okay, that you know, I'll give it to Disney." Oh, but the thing that they did that was sneaky disney plus is that right in time for hamilton they got rid of their seven-day trial that <laughs> was uh, like oh sneaky
0: really? disney that is nasty <laughs> got it disney plus has really staked its territory and made its claim on being something really indispensable they've killed yeah. it i mean they this is I, I i i did see one article saying i kind of agreed that the, the, like hamilton is kind of the first must-see thing on the service since the mandalorian Mm -hmm. like which was i guess not that long ago it was like eight months ago it's not like it was years and years um i'm not sure netflix has like must-see things not that fast but i mean you get two must-see things in a year and i'm not surprised that their subscribership has ballooned up to Mm -hmm. i wonder what it is are there numbers on it, or we just know that it's been increasing?
1: I did, yeah. I was trying to look into that. This was like a app um, company that did the research, so they were like, just know that we got more subscribe. I think they said they got more subscriber than app downloads. So like in the hundred thousands, I believe, like more, way more than that. But don't take my word for that because <laughs> I didn't write it down. <laughs> but it was, it did sure. look like a, a significant
0: amount of people had joined. Yeah, they are set. And I mean, and next they have, and again, they're well-situated because they have new Mandalorian seasons coming up. They have all the new Marvel shows coming out this yeah. fall. They got like the Falcon, the Winter Soldier, they got the WandaVision. That could be like the next can't miss sort of thing.
1: Mm-hmm. And yet
0: even more people, if I were Netflix, I'd be scared. I would be yeah. legitimately <laughs> afraid because Disney plus seems to really be racking up yeah. a lot yeah. of strength very quickly. Whew. And Hulu's also awesome, by the way, which is owned by Disney, so it's... yeah. No matter which way you turn, it's a the evil empire, but the TV's good.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's so, very
0: true. Any other thoughts me about anything? Are you watching anything besides Hamilton?
1: Am I watching anything? No, I'm gonna get caught up on Umbrella Academy. I think I'm gonna start that tonight so that I am not behind by the time it comes out at the end of the month. I've got plentiful time. And I'm gonna hold myself to it. <laughs>
0: Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, I finished I finished um probably doing the shadows, which I cannot recommend strongly enough. I really oh, can't. Yeah. Like very funny, very different, very interesting. Just uh I'm sat there only two seasons now. That was great. Uh still watching The Last Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And that's about it for me. I'm sure i will do more. And a grocery <laughs> pulse drag race always. All stars, five. Right? Yeah. Oh ooh see where that goes. All right, Mia. Well, if you're still with us, thanks for watching. Um, We are available wherever podcasts are downloadable, including on Google Play and iTunes. Feel free to review us however many stars you feel is appropriate as long as it's five or under or over, sorry. And we'll be back every Wednesday at 4 Central Standard Time here in the winter's coming Facebook page talking about Game of Thrones, Song of Fire, Star Wars, Fantasy, Sci-Fi. We did a musical detour this week, but you know, how could it was we not? my
1: evil doing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for watching, and we will see you next week. Bye, everybody.